Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina, and thanks so much, as always, for hanging out with me today. Before we get started with today's episode, I do want to take a moment just to remind you that we have our five-day challenge coming up at the end of July. We're kicking it off on July 30th at 8 p.m., that's Eastern time, Sunday night, where we're going to have our fo- our first coaching session and talk to our newest wannabe runners about what the week will look like. You'll get your first workout delivered to you that night because you're going to have three workouts to complete that week and post in our private Facebook group. And it's just going to be filled with lots of information, lots of hype, lots of motivation, and you don't want to miss it, especially if you are a former runner who's been struggling to get back into it or a never-before-been runner who's wondering if this is something that you can actually have in your life. You need to be there. So if you want to sign up, go to tinarepa.com forward slash run and get on the wait list. If you want to take the run test, and I'm using air quotes, run test to see if you are ready to take the leap and try the, the run challenge, then you can head to that same place, tinarepa.com forward slash run and download the run test so that you can try it. And to be fair, it's mostly there as a confidence builder because I know that regardless of where you are right now, you can put these plans into implementation. But if you want to just test yourself and make sure that you feel ready to go, then download that test and then come back and get on the wait list so that you can be first in line for the challenge that's starting so soon in just a few weeks on July 30th. So I hope to see you guys there. Don't forget tinarepa.com forward slash run. So today's topic that I wanted to share with you guys has, we're kind of dabbling in a couple of topics today, actually. We're going to dabble in you know, how workouts should feel when you first start running or when you first start a new training cycle. We're going to talk about running in the heat and our expectations with how that should feel and how to make sure that our expectations are in alignment with reality. And we're going to talk about the common misconception that I am, quote unquote, too slow to be considered a runner. This happens so often with beginners because we start off and, you know, those automatic negative thoughts that we talk about come rolling in about, okay, well, I'm quote unquote running, but I'm not really fast enough to be a runner. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, And I do want to share with you, I know the last two episodes, I talked a little bit about the trial that I was doing in a new workout program that I had never done before. And I talked a lot about the feelings of being new to something and how it felt. And I do want to share with you that I... That was one of the best things that I could have done as a coach or leader in our groups and and you know for someone who is looking to help new runners or non-runners become runners and take a leap into doing something uncomfortable because I really did 
get myself into a place of like, am I enough? Can I do this? What, you know, is this possible for me? I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel confident. And I'm just so glad that I did that. So I actually showed up at this program. I did, I think, four classes total so far. It was a 21-day trial. And I still had so many doubts. I honestly, it was it was so new for my body and everything felt uncomfortable. And even four days in, it still felt uncomfortable. And that's normal. You know, it's normal to feel like you don't fit in. This isn't for you. You can't make this work. But as we know, tried and true over and over again, the name of the game is just to continue to show up, right? You continue to show up and you build those muscles, you build that confidence, you build that identity, and then suddenly it just becomes part of your routine. And I know that's possible with this program, um, but it's 100% possible with running as well. So here were some of the things that I was thinking about in the last, the last time I was in that class, right? So I always have this certain level of like frustration when I'm in there. <laughs> and I'm sure it's intentional, right? Like, because there are these workouts you do these workout moves that you do and you move through like rotations. And during the rotations, there's a trainer or instructor that walks around and is telling you to like, do this, do this, like how to fix it. And I wanted to be like so many times, like, look, this is the best I've got. <laughs> like, I know mine doesn't look like the rest of this room or at least the rest of my group that I'm in, but this is me working hard. This is what it looks like. And so uh, tied to that is a little bit of, um, I don't want to say embarrassment because it's not like, oh, I'm embarrassed that that's happening because I'm not. But what I was feeling was almost like it, shame is too strong of a word. I felt like I felt disappointed. I felt disappointed. I felt like I was disappointing the instructor, right? Like that I was was not trying hard enough and I wanted her to know like I'm trying like this is me and where I am right now. And so I was getting kind of frustrated with that feeling. and. I, yesterday I went for a run. Okay. So I'm, I'm making this short story long, but it's okay. So the last class that I went to in this one that I'm referring to, when I was doing an exercise, we were doing some sort of burpee combination thing. And it's a very hard for me. I have a very hard time doing it. And, you know, and she was kind of telling me like, you need to do this when you're done. And I, and I knew that, but I just like, I was giving it all that I had a truly and so I ended up hurting my back, which I don't often do. I know that's common for people. Some people have, you know, back issues and it really, it does kind of like take you out of the game. Like you can't, you can't push through that. Well, I, I did, I kept going in the class and I really should have stopped. We were almost finished and I, I finished a few exercises and I had to change a few of the exercises that I was doing. So then I felt like, oh gosh, like she <laughs> would come to me to correct me what I was doing. So I was doing something completely different and I'm like, no. I'm trying to do this because my back is hurting now. So, and it was kind of a disaster the last class I went to. And I, again, I still think it's a great program and it's perfect for certain people in certain seasons. Um, but I was just getting this whole like, oh, this is not for me right now. So anyway, I, the next day when I was going to go again, because I'm trying to finish out this trial with fidelity, right? Um, I was like, I can't, I can't bend over. So there's no way I can pick up these weights. So I decided I'm going to go for a run. My back does not hurt when I am just moving. My back hurts when I'm doing certain movements like picking up weights and bending over. So I said, I'm just going to get in my first run of training that starts this week. And I did. And I loved every second of it. It was so hot. This was yesterday for me. Not when this is released, but when I'm recording. It was so hot. I sweat so much and it felt so good. I always love a good sweat session. And I just kept thinking during that time about how this is this is why I love running. Because 
I can come out here and I can I can run, right? Like it's one it's one exercise that I'm doing. I'm jogging or I'm running and I'm doing it at my capacity in that moment. So whatever that looks like for me, like whatever my speed is, whatever my tempo is, whatever energy I have that day, like I am doing, I'm giving it what I've got and I can adjust that accordingly. And so then I started thinking like, wow, we train virtually in our groups. Like many of us don't live in the same area. Some of us do. And we post our runs in the group, right? And we feel like such a community. So many of us are on the same training plan or on similar plans. And we're all starting this week. And I, I, for the first time ever, I thought to myself, what a gift to be training virtually. Because a lot of people say to me like, oh, I just wish I, we could meet in person. And yes, that's great. And it has its place. But I guarantee you, if we had a running program that met in person for every workout, similarly to these types of programs, there would be people who would be comparing themselves, who would be giving up, who would be pushing themselves too far out of their comfort zone too soon, just like I'm doing in this class. Now, would you feel good at the end? Yes, but it would take a lot more motivation and mental push to get out there every time because of what you're overcoming, right? Like not just the physical barriers, but now you're overcoming the mental barriers. And now you're overcoming the emotional barriers that are being put in your way, comparing yourself to others and trying to keep up. And, you know, everybody's journey is different. You just can't do that. And so what a gift that we can train virtually because we all go out, right? Like we're all doing workout number one of week one this week, and they look a little different. Some of us are on a 5K plan. Some of us are on a 10K plan, and some of us are on a full marathon plan. And so our workout one for the week looks different for everybody, but we're all going out there and giving it what we've got in that moment and then coming back and celebrating that by posting in our group to say like, hey, I got it done. Did you get it done? And in so yesterday I was like, I have learned so much from doing this trial. I'm so glad that I did it. And I realized like I have so much more confidence in the format of how we're doing things. And I do know in my soul that we're doing things the right way. The way that we are slowly entering into things, the way that we're being kind to ourselves and our bodies, the way that we're lifting each other up, the way that we're all doing our own thing. It's so important to be able to do your own thing, especially until you get to a certain point. And then of course, like, you know, running with friends and meeting up is great once you've built that confidence and that stamina and that, you know, you've gotten yourself to a place where it feels super comfortable. But I just, I was so reassured in, you know, in what we are doing because as a brand new leader in this area. And I'm using air quotes, lots of air quotes today. I'm using air quotes for leader because I don't always feel like that, but I've been deemed leader from my runners as like the person who, you know, who will continue to guide them into taking the next step. And I, I suffer with a lot of like, I suffer, I struggle with a lot of, you know, imposter syndrome and wondering if I'm doing things the right way and hoping that I'm not letting anybody down and, you know, hoping that I have everybody on the right path. Does everybody see, feel seen? Does everyone feel heard? Does everybody have what they need? Um, you know, a lot of that is my own internal, you know, things that I need to work through. But I just felt like I got a huge sign from the universe yesterday that this is so good. It is so good. And I just feel, I just feel really, really great about that. And it was a great reminder of how there will be people who come to us and 
you know, they've gone to these programs or workouts and and joined gyms and just felt like they didn't fit in and felt like this wasn't something they could do and felt like they weren't enough and they weren't fast enough or skinny enough or young enough or pretty enough or whatever it is. And so that so they stop, but then this is a place where you can literally like go do you. I want you to follow these steps, but I want you to do it in your style in your, at your energy level where you are. And then, you know, of course, guiding you on making sure that you're pushing yourself, but not getting into that place of like, I feel like I am punishing myself and I feel like I am failing and disappointing other people. So I love it. I'm, I'm so, so grateful that I did take the leap because you guys know I'm just, I love running. I love the meditative aspect to it that you get to after time. And I didn't want and not that I didn't want to do this, but I have said I've turned it down for a very long time, for many years when my friend had asked me. So it's been a great experience. I may go um, a few more times if my back feels a little bit better just to finish out the trial and then um, look very much forward to just getting back to grinding and growing in our running community and continuing with those plans. So that was kind of a tangent, you guys, but I wanted to share that with you because it was such an aha moment for me yesterday. I was smiling when I was running. I was sweating. I was chafing like nobody's business. So that's a topic for another day. I do need a podcast. Again, I do this every summer on transitioning from wearing leggings to shorts. And if you're a thick-legged girl, some of those struggles that come along with that and and how to know that it doesn't last. There are things that you can do. I will I will record another podcast episode on that. So um, hang in there. Okay, so speaking of how your workout should feel when you're starting out, this is with anyone in general, right? And I'm I'm talking about this today because all of my runners are now starting their next. Let me take a little sip of coffee over here, guys. I always make it before I sit down to record and then I forget to drink it and it's cold when I'm done. Okay, so we are starting our new fall training session right now. And that means we're all on week one and we're all working towards different goals, as I mentioned earlier today. But we are starting to complete week one of our workouts. And so this is where people are kind of like, oh, am I in the right place? Did I choose the right thing? And so there are some questions about what kind of plan should I pick? So I always recommend, or I always offer to my runners during this session, I'm offering them a 5k plan training plan that starts now. It's a very gentle plan. I offer a 5K advanced plan, which is not exceeding the 3.1 mile distance, but it's starting off more advanced. So for those who have been running up to this point, the gentler one is more for those who haven't been running or you know life has gotten in the way and they're starting fresh right now. That's the 5K plan. The advanced plan would be those who have been running but have no desire to go beyond 3.1. And then I have a 10K plan starting today, which is for those who want to reach 6.2 miles by the end of October. So all the plans end at the same time. They all finish with a celebration run at the end of October. And so I reach out. We reach out as a team and say like, okay, who wants to do what plan? And then everybody picks their plan. And then there's always this like, well, what should I do? Am I doing the right thing? Did I pick the right one? So I often get messages after the first week about like how people are feeling and did they make the right decision? So let's talk about that for a second. Um, When you are picking your plan, you definitely want to choose something that gets you excited, right? You don't want to choose something that you feel like you're choosing because you don't believe in yourself or you are worried you'll fail. This is different than choosing something based on your season or 
because your body's talking to you. So if your season is very busy coming up in this training cycle and you know that and you're choosing something to accommodate that, that's smart. If your body is talking to you, meaning like you've been working with a doctor, you've had some aches and pains, you're working through them and you want to make sure that you don't overdo it, again, choosing something that might be a little bit quote unquote gentler for you is smart. However, if your body's working just fine and you do have the time to commit during this season, but you're choosing something that's maybe a smaller goal because you think, well, I quit everything, I fail everything, like I know that I can't do it, you know, like a lack of confidence thing, then that's where I would want you to step out of your comfort zone and say like, okay, is this exciting for me? Or am I doing this and feeling like I'm failing because I'm not trying harder, if that makes sense, because I'm not choosing the next level up. So think about that. Reflect on that in your choices. So first of all, have you thought about your season? Have you thought about what's going on in the next three or four months schedule-wise? And can I make a little bit more time fit, a little bit more time work, all right? It takes, you know, we're doing three days a week no matter what. But obviously, if we're training for the 10K, then our runs are going to take a little bit longer. So have I have I reflected on these next couple of months and what my season looks like? Does that match up with what I've selected? And then am I excited about that goal? Like, am I excited? And that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to pick the larger distance to be excited. Like you could 100% be picking your 5K distance, but excited about what you want to try to do with that goal. Like if you have a previous 5K run under your belt, like are you going to work towards beating that? Like does it get you excited to think like, oh, if I do it this time, I want to try to do it in this many minutes. Or if I do it this time, do I want to feel like this when I do it? Or am I just excited to be consistent? Like I'm going to show up every single week for all three of my workouts, no matter what, at whatever distance you choose. So are you excited about it? Because that's step number one. If you're excited about it, then you're ready to rock and roll. Like you're ready to dive in. The next thing is if you've started your workouts and they're feeling super easy to you. Okay, so we want these beginning workouts to feel relatively easy or what you might say doable, okay? We would not wanna start week one and feel like we are pushing ourselves so hard that we don't know if we can make it. That's not where we wanna be. We don't even be pushing ourselves so hard that we're like, oh my gosh, that was so so challenging. You don't want it to feel like that in week one. So what? if you are starting your plan and you're like, well, this feels easy, that's okay. Remember, there are lots of ways that you can make things more difficult by picking up your pace, right? By picking up your walking pace for your intervals in between. So if you're trying to get your heart rate up or, or you do the workout and you're like, oh, that was kind of easy. Well, like, did you push yourself? If you have a, even for our very, very, very beginning, most gentle 5K plan, it starts off with 15-minute walks and some bodyweight exercises. Are you doing those bodyweight exercises with fidelity? Those are there for a reason. Those are there to strengthen those muscles, those muscles that are going to guide you and carry you on your runs. Like, are you doing those with fidelity? Can you add a little bit of weight to them? When you're doing your walking, your 15 minutes of walking with those Bodyweight exercises, are you walking to get your heart rate up? Or are you just kind of walking like you're, you know, perusing around the mall? Because you can bump up your effort level with that walking segment and get a really amazing workout where you're building up your stamina, you're starting to reconnect with those habits that you've had, and you've just finished working on 
building those muscles that are going, again, to carry you through. So in our most gentle of plans, it is body weight exercises with walking for the first two weeks. It's like a warm up, And then you're going to get into your jogging intervals of, I believe it starts with 20 or 30 seconds. And so when you get to that point, have you, if you've done those two weeks with fidelity, you're going to be ready to push a little bit harder during those intervals naturally because your body will be stronger and your walking pace will increase, if that makes sense. So keep that in mind. Like, so even if it feels quote unquote easy, are you doing it with fidelity? Can you push a little bit harder and know that in a training plan, you are going to grow. It's only going to take about two weeks before you start, you know, rising and, and, and growing. Now, when I wrote all of these plans, I did something different this time around. I've learned a lot from all of our seasons and I put a lot of fallback weeks in here intentionally so that we can like push, push. So we're like, we're growing for two weeks and then we're going to fall back for one week. And then we're going to grow for two weeks and we're going to fall back to allow ourselves to mentally, you know, everything that I do is, is geared upon building confidence mentally and emotionally in this running program. I want to take people who naturally think, who typically think that they quit, that they can't do it, that they can't accomplish this and show them that in small, consistent chunks showing up over and over and over again, like you will be amazed at what you can actually do. So just know that every two weeks you're going to fall back, but you're going to continue to grow. When you come back, you're going farther than you did after those two weeks that we've, we finished. So keep that in mind that it is going to get harder. Are you doing it with fidelity? And I encourage even our newest runners who come in for a challenge, right? I say to them, even if you were a runner or, you know, our starting challenge workout, I think is 20 second intervals of jogging. And I think it's five minutes of walking. And I have some people who come and say like, well, I can run more than 20 seconds. Okay. Well, what if you run it harder, more of like um, a sprint? And what if you're walking in between is less of a, you know, a casual walk and more of like a, a quick walk. Like don't give yourself as much of an opportunity to recover. Anybody can get an amazing workout with these types of intervals. Even someone who is a current runner, it would be like doing sprints, right? Which is a great speed workout. So the only thing that will happen from dropping down your interval time is that you're going to increase your speed if you are in what you would consider a stronger place for that distance, for that interval level. Of course, you can lengthen it if you want to, but I would not go and do what most people do when they're starting a running program, which is I'm going to run a mile today. I'm going to run two miles today or whatever it is, and then go out there and run as hard as you can for a mile. And you're so burned out. It was so miserable. You don't want to do it again. Like that's the mistake that everyone makes. So allow it to be easy. Allow yourself to push your pace in smaller chunks and watch what happens. Watch what happens. And so sometimes what happens, (laughs) you know, once we start that running journey, as you say, you think things like I'm too slow or my intervals aren't long enough. I'm not really a runner. And that was one of the things I wanted to talk about today was that idea, that mindset of I'm too slow. Am I actually a runner? And the truth is like when we first start something, especially, so we're not doing a workout program or maybe we're doing something else and we start running, but typically my runners come to me after not having any physical activity that they've stuck to. Like they're coming to me because they feel like they have failed. They feel like they've quit. They feel like They can't find something that they love to do that keeps them healthy and keeps them working out. And so they come to me and say like, like, listen, I've quit everything. I'm afraid I'm going to quit this again. I'm afraid it's going to be too hard for me. This is what my runners tell me before we get started. And these same runners, by the way, side note, have gone on to run multiple 5Ks, 
multiple 10Ks, 8Ks. Some of them have run half marathons. Some of them are training for full marathons or have run full marathons. And all of that starting from the, I just haven't been able to do this. I've tried and quit. I've tried and failed. And so just know that that idea of I'm too slow, I'm not doing enough, like every single one of my runners, me included, since I've been reborn with my team, have started at these levels and have started with air quotes again, too slow uh, or feeling slow, like slow jogging intervals, right? Like you have to start somewhere. And so this concept of am I really a runner? Like, hell yes, you're a runner. You have to be slow before you can be fast. You don't get to do not pass go. You don't get to go to fast until you have done slow. It just doesn't work that way. So, you know, thinking that you should be able to keep up with any runner that you see is not, it's not, it's not realistic, right? Now you will grow exponentially and you will gain speed as long as you keep showing up with fidelity. And it's crazy how quick it happens. Your strength, your muscles, your stability, your mental, your mental capacity to, to push yourself. Like it's incredible how quickly it happens, but you can't move beyond slow and too fast. Now I will also say that fast is a relative term. People have different ideas of what fast looks like. And and the one thing that sometimes happens when we start a new running program or start a training cycle is we start looking at pace and thinking like, but I wanted to do this, but I want to be here. So the first thing you have to ask yourself, if you're starting a new cycle, not if you're a brand new runner, but if you're starting a new cycle and you think like, well, I want it to be faster. Well, first of all, we know that there are so many different variables that play into speed. It is not just about that run. It's about sleep. It's about eating. It's about previous work that you've been doing. It's about stress levels. It's about, um, you know, fueling yourself, hydrating. All of that plays into speed, first of all. So it's never just about like my muscles and how fast I can run. It's never just about that. So you know that now. If you've been with me, you know we have we are not going to body shame ourselves and beat ourselves up about I don't run fast enough because there are so many variables in play. The other thing that you really have to ask yourself if you're starting a new training cycle is what did my recovery look like? During my recovery, did I work on doing my strength exercises again with fidelity? I fail at this often. And I'm not saying this from a judgmental place because sometimes I'm just, I take that time off and I don't do it like I should. And then have I been showing up for my beginning like warm-up workouts. Like for us in our, our plan that we just finished, we did a streak month where we did one mile a day walking or running for an entire month. So ask yourself, was I able to show up for that with fidelity? So if you did show up for your strength and you did show up for your streaking with fidelity, like kudos to you because not many do and that's okay. Some people use that as downtime as a way to like, okay, I'm going to step away for a minute and that's okay because maybe you needed that mentally and coming in more mentally prepared Coming in mentally prepared is just as important as coming in physically prepared because that you know how huge the mental aspect is. So maybe you needed that. That's fine. But if you're coming into this cycle and, and suddenly you're running and you're like, but I should be faster than this because I've run a 5K before. Like, okay. So consider the variables that are taking place. What's going on in your life? What's going on with your stress? How's your sleep? How's your eating? How's And I don't mean like, did you eat too many cookies? I mean, like, are you eating? Are you on some sort of diet, which will like deplete your energy like that if you're like cutting things out of your diet? Um, have you hydrated? And did you include some carbohydrates and some vegetables and some healthy fuels? And that plays a role in it too. Did you get enough sleep? Like all of this 
matters in that run that you're judging. Like, am I quote unquote too slow? I should be faster. So stop, stop shooting on yourself, right? Stop shooting on yourself. And instead, like consider all these variables and then say to myself, okay, well, I'm not as fast as I want to be. The the barrier that I wanted to talk about today, which plays into this hugely, is the fact that temperature that you're running in plays a huge role in your speed. It plays a huge role in your speed. There is no way to run faster in the summer than you do in the cooler months. You can't because your body is working to grow and strengthen endurance, but also working to stay cool so you don't overheat. You will naturally be slower. Expect yourself to be slower. Expect yourself to struggle a little bit more. Expect yourself to sweat. I would not even pay attention to your pace in the heat of these months where we're starting to slowly begin our training. We will get into cooler months and then you can start looking at your pace and start comparing it to last year's pace at the same time. But do not let this weather make you feel like you are failing or falling behind. It is totally normal. Instead, what I like to do is embrace the sweat. I love to embrace how sweaty I get. I feel like I'm flushing toxins from my body. I feel like I am rejuvenated from that. I feel like I'm going to, you know, I drink more water because of that. And it just feels so cleansing to me. I love, I love that. And I don't look at pace ever in the heat of these months. We're in July right now. I don't because it can mentally crush you. And we need that mental stability, that mental capacity to be able to continue growing. So, but it is a variable to consider. So you're thinking about like what's going on in my life, my stress levels, my sleep, my eating, um, what I've been doing during my you know, um, it's not really break time, but my, we'll say our cool down months where before we start our training again, like what has that looked like for me? And then set realistic expectations for yourself about what you want it to look like. And so now the most important part about starting a routine, whether you're starting for the first time or you're starting for another training cycle is developing those strong habits, those strong habits. And I do want to take a moment to say, if you are a brand, brand, brand new runner and you're starting this, the summer is a great time to start because you're going to see growth exponentially when you get to cooler months. Like you will see like, wow, I did get stronger. And some of that has to do with just the weather. It might make this feel harder. But remember, when you're first starting your journey, if you're doing it, pushing yourself so hard that you can't make it, then you're not following the right plan. So even though our challenge team, those who decide to commit to the program and run with us, they'll be starting in August, which is one of the hottest months of the year, right? We're going to be starting at some seriously low interval levels. And then as we continue to grow, of course, it's going to be tough because it is warm outside. We'll be, you know, we'll be working with keeping our bodies cool. So we'll talk about all of those things during during the program and during the challenge even, but it will start to cool down and your body will start to be like, like snap into like, okay, I don't have to cool myself down anymore. I just have to focus on completing these intervals and it will be super fun to see. And everybody loves fall running for this reason, because it's like you're, I've used this word a couple times today, but it's like you're reborn, right? Like you've come out of summer of that summer heat and you've showed up consistently and now your body's like taking a break from cooling yourself down. So it has more energy to give to the runs that you're completing. You just feel so much better. So I love fall running. It's probably my favorite. In fact, my sister said to me just last week, she was like, I'm so excited for fall. She just like 
you know, Stella got her groove back. She's into this training so hard. She messaged me yesterday because she had taken some time off. She needed the, you know, the mental clarity to be able to step back and say, like, I need a minute, which is totally normal, totally fine. So she's coming back in this and she had her first run this week and she was like, it hasn't even been, what, like two hours since I ran because she ran before work. She's like, I feel so freaking amazing. She said, I feel like a weight has been lifted off my chest. I feel so good that I'm exercising again. I feel so good that I got out there. And it's crazy how quick it happens. And I just want this so badly for everybody. I want this so badly for everybody. Oh my gosh. And and these messages, like it makes me want to cry instantly right now thinking about it. Like we are here, my group, I am here for people who think that they can't have this, who think that this can't make them feel good, who think that they are too slow or too old or too overweight or whatever it is, like all the things that hold you back. Like, I want to be the one to say to you, like, just trust me. You can do this. Just trust me. Just stick with this. I promise you, you will find so much more than just an exercise with this. You will find so much more. And so, you know, a lot of times I doubt myself. I mentioned this earlier and I think like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing enough? And the truth is like, I have to, I have to continue being here and doing this for people because people need this. And I I don't know yet how I'm going to find all the people who need me, but that is something that I'm, I am working on trying to learn, figuring out how to put the message out there so that it's received in the right way, that this is not like, a run a meetup group, right? This is, you can find meetup groups in your area. If you, you know, you know how to run and you think you can even look up a plane online and do it on your own. And there are groups that do meet up in your area that you can meet with. This is so much deeper than that. This is also not just a plan that you download. This is not, you can go to Pinterest and get beginning runner plans and try those. Like all of that is incorporated. It come, it, we come with a community and love and support and we come with weekly plans delivered to you. But this is so much more than that. Like this is something where it's like psychologically, if you've been in a place where you have just, you can't stick to something, you feel like you've been quitting, you feel like you're not worth it, you feel like you don't deserve it, you feel like, you know, you feel like this is not, you that you aren't enough, that this is not something that you could do on your own. Because again, you're just expecting yourself to feel like that's who we're looking for. People who think that they're not allowed to have time to themselves. Moms who think that I have to do everything for my kids and my family, like putting myself as versus selfish. And it's all done with such balance and, and realistic expectations. And a reminder that like you are growing, like stop expecting yourself to look like everybody else and to do things just like everybody else. Like, and look at the growth that you've made. You do deserve to be healthy and this can work for you and you can love it. You can love it and you can set goals and you can reach it and you can take break from breaks from it. And you can come back and it can be like a lifelong habit that you form and create. I have runners now who are approaching two years, two years of being on their running journey when before they had come to me and said like, well, yeah, I do every you know fad workout or whatever. And then I just quit and I can see it again. One more thing that I gained from doing this trial, like I can see where if I were, if I didn't work out at all, like. I run, but if I went into this program thinking like, okay, this is going to whip me into shape, like it certainly will. And again, it's perfect for certain people in certain stages of their life. But for me, I probably would have gone in there multiple times and been like, I I'm struggling so hard. Like this is too hard for me and feel defeated. I really, and then feel like a failure. I I'm feeling a little bit like that now, even though like my, 
even though I kind of hurt myself and couldn't go, I felt like I was a quitter. And I was like, but I, there's no way I could do that in the place where I was. And it just made me think again, like, wow, it doesn't have to feel like that. It doesn't have to feel, it doesn't have to feel so hard. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be hours at a time. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be something that you have to sit around and overthink. Like it could be as easy as putting your running shoes on, walking out the door, spending 30 minutes in the sunshine and coming back and feeling really, really good about not just physically, because it's going to make you feel good physically, but like liking yourself. It can help you to like yourself. You can love yourself from going outside for 30 minutes. It can change like that. It's crazy. I even had that moment yesterday because it it's not one and done, right? This is a constant thing that we're all working on and being kind to ourselves and loving ourselves. But I, I was having a, those moments yesterday from not being able to go to complete the workout. I felt like I was quitting. I was failing my friend. And then I went for a run and I was like, it's amazing how I came back rejuvenated. I came back so rejuvenated, covered in sweat and like, okay, I'm ready for the day. And it didn't take long. It did not take long and it felt so good. And you, it, it only takes those first couple of steps, those first couple of minutes to be like, okay, well, I've got this. I'm going to record an episode in the next few weeks talking about talking, reaching out to those who feel like this is something they want to try, but they're embarrassed because this is also a common theme among runners is new runners that I'm embarrassed to go. I don't want people to see me. I don't feel like I quote unquote look like a runner. Like I should be there. I should be out running. I don't want people to think things of me. I have heard this so much lately from multiple people in multiple different situations with multiple body types, multiple ages. I can't wait to share this with you guys. It'll be the next episode that I record because it's it was so powerful for me. And I feel like, you know, the universe is telling me I need to talk about this because it has come up so much in conversation for the past couple of weeks. So so we will be talking about that. So today, and the t- on the topic of am I too slow? Absolutely not. Moving forward is moving forward. You have to go slow before you go faster. Fast is relative. So recalibrate your expectations for what fast actually is and what fast looks looks like. And for you, you're going to go out on your first couple of runs, whether in this training cycle or in general, overall, you're going to track how you're doing. You're going to write down how long it took you. And then you're going to now define fast as beating that time in your next training cycle when you're at the same stage. That's how you're going to qualify fast enough or faster. Am I getting faster? Okay. So it cannot be based on somebody else's expectations. I was talking to a friend yesterday who um, has been in running before, is trying to get back in the game. And we were talking about it and she mentioned to me like, but I can't even get to, I'm running like a 10, 30 minute mile. And I'm like, girl, that's good. Like that is good. So right there, I could see instantly, like there needs to be some mental, emotional, realistic recalibration of what it means to be fast and to be doing a good job. And this is somebody who's gone through multiple different experiences in her life recently. And one of them included having a baby not that long ago. So like 
you know, we need to close that chapter of what we think we're supposed to be doing. Close that chapter of what we did multiple years ago and open that new book and say, here's where I'm starting. This is where I am. And this is where I'm going to grow from because that's not going to change. Whether or not you decide to go on that run or whether or not you decide to start a workout program or whether or not you decide to become a runner or join a training cycle, like that starting point's not changing. You can't like ignore it and it goes away. That starting point is your starting point, no matter what. Like you are starting there, period. Point blank, period. In that moment, you're starting there. You can't bypass it. You can't think your way out of it. You can't eat your way out of it. Like that's where you are starting. So the best thing you can do is just freaking start. Just start and then use that data to continue to grow. I love you guys so much. Thank you for hanging out with me today. If you are not following me over on Instagram and on Facebook, you need to do that ASAP. Currently, my name on Instagram is at Run Your Happy Life. Soon to be Run With Tina Rapa, which is what it used to be. But right now, it's at Run Your Happy Life. So follow me over there on Instagram. Follow me on our Facebook page, Tina Rapa Running. That's where you'll get the latest updates. And that's where I will go live on my Facebook page. So if you want to join us, whether you're on our teams or not, you want to show up for a live, get in the chat and talk with me, then meet me there on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. currently. Um, I can't wait to see you guys. I love you so much. Get on that wait list for the challenge if you're not one of us yet. And let us show you how you can fall in love with yourself and with running and how you deserve this. With every fiber of my being, I want you to feel like you deserve this. You deserve the goals that you're choosing for yourself. You deserve to go out there and show up for yourself. You deserve to feel good. You deserve to love yourself. You deserve this. You need this. And to be honest, the people around you probably need it too because they will 100% benefit from you showing up and loving yourself like like you would not believe. So get out there and do it, you guys. I love you so much. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.